All right, I'm here today with Maz Sala. Uh, he's the new City of Erie's uh, coordinator of the uh, Citizens Response Center. We're still working on that job title, but uh, he mans the phone, basically. If you call the City Citizens Response Center, he's the guy who picks up the phone. Um, now, Maz, you worked for the city uh, prior to the Schember administration. Correct. Can you tell me a little bit about what your job was before and, and how it's changed? Yeah, uh, it, and my role at that time in the previous administration was a labor compliance officer. So what I did at that time was basically monitor uh, contractors and their payrolls uh, that, that, they were, that they incurred as a result of uh, federally funded projects that were put on by the city. So if they were getting, you know, if they, there was a project that the city was funding through uh, community development block grant monies, that would come through me. I would hold a pre-construction meeting and all of that, and then monitor payrolls to ensure they were getting paid in accordance with federal wages. Um, I also uh, was the ADA coordinator uh, with the previous administration, as I am now. Um, and I also represented the mayor's office uh, for the Council of Governments, um, as I am now. So how did this new post come about? Was it, where did the idea come from? The how idea, did it come to you? Well, the idea came uh, from the mayor during his campaign where his, you know, one of his initiatives was to, uh, and promises, was to increase and enhance customer service here at City Hall, make it more friendly, you know, something along those lines. Um, and so he actually offered me the opportunity to develop something. And I, I said, all right, so I did. I, this is what I built. And, mm -hmm. and then we discussed it, and we together collectively kind of tweaked it and you know, put some other mechanisms in place. And then, um, and then it is what it is. Um, and for the most part, the, the base of this is, is solid. It, I mean, it's, it's the, the pattern has now been you know, routinized. Um, it's been in place officially since February 8th. Um, and the number was its highest uh, this past month. Oh, that's great. So start somebody from the beginning. How does it work? Uh, here, here, we have a call right no, here. No, that's my other phone. Oh, that's your other phone. That's my other, <laughs> that's not one I gotta get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, typically, uh, you mean like a day, a typical yeah, day? Yeah, like for the, <clears throat> for the resident, like if they're sitting there like, should I use the citizen's response center? Like oh. how, where does it start for them? Well, it may, uh, for them, what may have prompted them to use it would be maybe something they saw either on TV, advertised through the uh, press conference, or publicized through the press conference, and then uh, it's available on the city website. And, and, and there's some sample questions on the city website where it basically asks, you know, if you have, uh, you know, a complaint, you know, relating to my garbage was missed, you can call citizens. If you have a comment, you can call citizens. And, and so it's virtually, uh, you know, open for anything in some and I think uh, needs for it vary depending on on what it is yeah. uh, you know they used to call departments directly and sometimes to, to no avail for whatever reason so now they can call here and and I will go ahead and make the contact and make sure that the request is satisfied um, others might be issues that they're not really sure what department it should go to right um, and so then I'll listen to them you know try to dissect what they're saying and then point them in the right but but I don't just point them in the right direction I, I get back to them I I will go look to find out the best department to do it uh, get the issue addressed mm -hmm. and then respond back to them and what kind of calls are you getting 
Um, they range. They can go from I. I got a call uh, maybe like about a month and a half ago, where an individual called and said it was a male, and he said, uh, "I'm at the corner of such and such, and I just saw someone deposit three large green bags of clothes, purses, shoes, you name it, everything down the sewers." Down the sewer? Down the sewer. So I, I immediately called sewers, and. Out of curiosity, I hitched a ride and went over there because I thought, well, I hope this is real because, you know, I know Soares is going to, re you know, respond instantly to this. And I went over there and sure enough, uh, there were four Soares at each corner of the intersection and two of them, uh, there were three empty bags, large green bags or black bags of clothing, of someone's clothing. So we suspected that it had been, it had been two of the Soares. So it was a lot. So they had to fish that out because it would have re Total havoc. I can't not. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So we suspect that it was a domestic dispute. Oh. And um, and some of the information that was that was fished out of the sewer um, had uh, an apartment that was located right there at the corner. Yeah. So we in turn suspected uh, that that was where the altercation or whatever took place. And um, so if nothing else, you know, that was an example of something that costly that was averted. Oh yeah. Um, you know, under normal circumstances, I don't know that a citizen would have called the sewer department. Right. I don't know, you know what I mean? I don't right. know. Whereas I could go right to that bureau chief, say this is what's going on, and they could fly right out there with Or they them. might have called police and that's really not something for Correct. police to deal with or spend yes. time on. Right. And exactly. it was an alternative garbage disposal or something. It was more a it was no yeah. they were I mean, perfectly good clothing, jewelry. Yeah. Shoes, purses, the, I mean, the and actually even the name tag yeah. Yeah. from where the individual worked huh. was even down there. So, Were you able to make contact with that person? The police uh, arrived on the scene at that time because we called them yeah. to ensure that there was absolutely nothing right. you know, uh, awry other than just what we were seeing. And, uh, and he made contact, I believe, at her employer because he took the tag with her, with him. And he didn't seem horribly concerned that it was anything beyond a yeah. domestic right uh, dispute another one just for another example yeah uh, about a week ago i got a call from an individual who resides in an apartment on 10th street right in front of prep and he said that there was about 20 pounds of fish guts in the middle of the road that someone apparently just they like cleaned their fish and just literally left it right there so i, I thanked them for it of course it was warm so it smelled and all that no doubt contacted streets and within I don't know, an hour and a half. The guy called me back and said, Streets is out here cleaning this right now. He was oh. like delighted. Was so, he happy? Oh, he was thrilled. He couldn't yeah. believe that they were actually Yeah. You know, couldn't believe he got a hold of someone here. Yes. And then in turn also that, you know, there was that much there was that fast, you know, uh, response yeah. to it, which was good. Those are unusual scenarios. Those are some unusual ones. What yes. are, are there like typical ones or <clears throat> what's the range? Typical too? ones are gonna depend on the time of year. So, like in February and March, we were dealing with a lot of uh, the plows ruined my lawn because they, you know, rode up on the curb. Plows damaged my curb. Um, plows took out my rear view mirror, you know, or my, you know, the things like that. Um, they haven't plowed, is <laughs> a common one. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't plowed. Especially at all. this winter. <clears throat> and then as, as, as winter passed, and, uh, the, I didn't, my street didn't get plowed or it didn't get plowed good or whatever that case may be. Um, then that turned into my lawn needs repaired, that went into that. And then in the single item, 
it went into those issues. It went into um, my neighbor has got not one item, but 500 out there. None of them are eligible. You know, how long's not, that? Not one what? Not one single item, but like several. Oh, for the large For pickup. the large pickup. Yeah. So then, you know, so then I would, that would trigger calls to coach to go out and say, you know, it's got to go back and, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then the next thing that came around after that was the uh, streets uh, list of what would get resurfaced. And that came out publicly. So, you know, a lot of people look at that. So then I'll get calls, you know, I don't see my street on the list. I don't see, you know, and you, and you get those calls. So then I take the street, you know, I take the address they're referring to. The street's never been done in 150 years. It's been a street, of course. And so, <clears throat> and so I take that and then I relay that information to engineering who maintains a list and then assesses those streets and prioritizes them for the next time the list comes out. So you and so you've got that answered for them. I mean. Yes. Oh, that. I, yeah. I don't yeah. need to call them back on that. I can. I have the answer for that, and I yeah. give them that answer so that they have, yeah. it, they have it right away. And there's a lot of things like that I can't answer right away. Well, um, I was going to say there's got to be some things that people call up, and there's nothing you can do about it. Or um, well, a tricky one. I mean, it, the tricky one are like this. I, I have a I have a dead rodent in front of my house. Now, if it's streets, streets will get it. If it's located in like the right of way, then a refuse might get it. I had someone complain about a deer that was dead off the bayfront. Now, with the bayfront, like we maintain some of it, and Pendot maintains some of it. So this was the portion that we maintain. So trying to get exactly where this deer was is critical, believe it or not, because. If, if here, I didn't get this, I wrote this a while ago. If the roadkill is on the road, PennDOT will get it. If the roadkill is off the road, the Game Commission will get it. So, you, so I mean, you're trying to get this person to say, okay, well, how many blades of grass from the right of way is it? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, mean, I it gets, do. It gets silly. I mean, it gets really silly. And they'll, they'll call the next day and say, that deer's still there. I'll be like, well, you know, and you didn't tell them to explain it again, you know. Yeah. But tricky ones like that, you get, sometimes yeah. you get the passing the buck between, you know, the government, you know, the Bandot and the Game Commission and then, you know, for things like that. It's an odd one, but I've gotten roadkills like that before. Yeah. So. And what what's the range of reaction you've got from people on, on different responses or, like, just the service? From the people that call? Yeah. Um, that, like... Eternally grateful. Yeah. We're really, really grateful. Um, I, I, I mean, it's interesting because I, I think probably I could count on one hand how many calls I've gotten that involved a lot of profanity because they're Who's sad, right? to, because they're. But it's interesting because once you know, once I talk with them, and of course I always maintain the same tone with them, and that forces their voice down a little bit. At the end of that, you know, the phone call is mutually terminated, mm -hmm. and it, it, and they're apologetic. At the end, and, and I mean, other than that, I, I mean, everyone has been gracious. Actually, no one's been, you know, but I try to treat their issue as important, you know, as as, as much as, um, you know, I, I wouldn't want a, a barrel of compost out in front of my house that got missed either, because right. now I got to drag the thing back to my yard. I gotta, right. You know what I mean? So I try to empathize as much as possible, which makes it easier for me to listen to this because, but as a homeowner and as you know. 
having those same responsibilities and, and all expectations, you know, I, I would be frustrated as well. No, you, you're a lifelong Erie resident? I, Pretty much. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, are you conscious of, like, feeling like part of a change in culture and government and building these relationships? What I mean, you know community? what? It's interesting because, you know, I always think that if we could, you know, if we end up closing the gap, okay, and the disconnect that's, that's existed for many years. Right. Um, and we do that one phone call at a time. Mm -hmm. I, I do believe it can happen. Mm -hmm. I, I do believe it can happen. I think, I think that, you know, hearing someone on this end and someone actually say to them, you know what, you're, you're right. The public works truck that went across 9th Street and completely didn't stop the truck to get out and pick up the empty barrel that obviously blew in the middle of the street. There's no excuse for that. You're right, right. you should have picked that up. Right. There's no excuse for that. And to have that validated. And to have that validated. And, and I had someone, you know, tell me that that was the first time, and this, this gentleman was older than me, that the first time that he had ever, ever heard anyone actually agree with them instead of argue with them. Right. You know, to the contrary. And I said, well, it's, I, I'm not going to argue your point. I said, it's, I have nothing to offer other than I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And, and they're grateful. I mean, they're they're just they're grateful for that. Mm -hmm. You know, one of two things happen: either either the citizen wins, or the citizen thought they won. Yeah. And I think it's important for them to feel a sense of win. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they they pay for things, they expect things in return, and nine times out of ten, I haven't found them horribly wrong. Right. What do you think that change in culture does just for the city in general? Well, I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping. I think with all the things that are in place, you know, like you have the area focus plan, you have all these comprehensive plans out there. But I think a prerequisite to their success has a lot to do with individuals' individuals' ability to embrace the city they live in. Correct. I mean, do, if you don't like where you live, and you're not happy where you live, you can have all the books you want on comprehensive plans. They're not going to endorse it, they're not going to embrace it, and they're certainly not going to be a part of it. Right. So, I think if they sense that slowly but surely, hey, we do care, okay, you, you can get rid of the old, you know, tenant that city hall must not care because all they do is do a lot of brooming under the carpet. But, no, we do. We, we do care. We want people to care for their space and then care for the larger space, which is, of course, eerie. I'm hoping we can change. I'm hoping that helps and contributes to changing that. You know, I can't say that this would solely do it, but I can't help but think it doesn't get to, because, you know, word gets... I mean, word gets out there, but, you know, it starts spreading, hey, I think they actually care. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think people are aware enough that you're here and that you're available? My, my sources to field citizen complaints are as follows. Okay. This, this number here, which is yeah. 870 we have a Facebook presence. We have on the city website, there are website feedback forms that they can fill out now, and this department has been specifically added right. so that then I get those directly via email. Um, I get transfers from the mayor's office, I get transfer calls from the mayor's office, and I get walk-ins. So th that opens up a, a lot of avenues for people to do it, regardless of age. You know, you, if you don't want to do Facebook, you can call. Right. If you don't like calling and you don't do Facebook, you can walk in here. Right. It's open door. It's, you know, I'm fortunate enough to be able to keep it that way so far because I don't have a line building. and right. I. I don't suspect I will if I can 
resolve a lot of this on the phone or via email or you know whatever. Have the numbers been going up as far as people calling um, in? They, you mean walk-ins or just in general no, calls? Calling it just just in general, in general like calls. reach you know contacts, I guess whatever. That was last month. Wow. Holy cow. 228 for now, the month. You know, now here's the total breakdown of uh, the city website I was talking yep. about. Facebook. Wow. Uh, year to date calls. Six wow, nine. almost 700 for this. Since February since 8th. Since February. Since February 8th. Give me a sense, too, of the legwork that you have to do for those phone calls because yeah. you've got to do kind of what the caller would have to do. Correct. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, and that's that's the trick to that is even though the, an average, you know, you end up with, with an average of 10 phone calls, you know, you have to at least, uh, you know, fix 20 minutes. Correct. To each of those in a, in a given day. And how many phone calls associated with that that you have to make? That I had to do. Now, the legwork, you know, if it, if it's, it, it varies. What I typically do when I get the phone call is um, I assure the individual that I will, um, get their issue on the radio. And I'm talking about an issue that's involving code that's maybe a little more complicated, not just they forgot my garbage, okay? Right. That's a simple call, all right? That's... Right. Um, but let's say it's, it's a code issue or it's, a, it's you know, an engineering issue. Um, then what I would do is I would go down, I ensure them that I communicate this to the department. I, I do that in a detailed email and then that gets copied to... Uh, a bureau chief or the manager of the department. It gets copied to their bosses, which is uh, Public Works, uh, Dave Mulvihill, and Chuck Zisk. And then I copy it also to the chief of staff out of the mayor's office. So all those individuals get copied on that very same email I sent to the one individual I need to get an answer from. It's a lot of accountability built into that. Right, and that was deliberate. Chain. I did that very yeah. deliberately. Yeah. So. Then I check on my log, and I can show you that. I mean, you can't take a picture of it, but I can show you that if you want. Then what I do is I, okay. Oh, wow, so I was thinking okay, so you're gonna have to keep track of this somehow, so that's what you're doing. All right, so here's, yeah, here's what I do. Here's all my calls for, this was just uh, this this month. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so, so. This, I created this to get this, but I'm trying to get to the top so I can show you my categories. Okay, so there's my call number. There's whether it came through with the website, whether it was Facebook, and I checked indicating date, time, phone number, name, if I have it, address, if I have This may be the address of the person that called, or maybe the address it, that's the issue. The issue. So then I state the reason for the call. Then I indicate in here what I did. Okay, I do the email, I do copy who I do. Then maybe Sarah gets back to me. So then I go back in here and I put an update. Before that update, there was this. Oh, which so indicated to me as a reminder, right, that then no one got back to me on that issue yet. And like that so one, that's an emergency tree removal. So that's something right. that got taken care of. Got, exactly. Um, here's sewers. We're talking about a neighbor's sump pump. Okay, send email to the code. code officer for that area. Uh, there are no code violations on said property. So that was... That's yeah. the hard truth probably for some people. They may yes. not be keeping their 
property the way they would keep it, but exactly. it's not in violation. Here's a general inquiry. Um, that this was a comment about the trees along 4th Street. Uh, people are, I get one of two complaints about trees. Either too many are getting planted or there are too many dead ones that are removed. Yeah. That, those are two general <laughs> complaints. You know, streets, uh, this was a, this is a pothole issue. You're, you see my typing, because I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. The, the, the document to that, which was, this is May's, was 82 pages. It was 82 pages of this, and this is what, this in three, in two pages. Oh, that's like the report generated off of that. This is what I generate that. off of. All right. Right. So you're really tracking it down to the right. every detail, every, basically. Yeah. So I do. So we have kind of, you know, accountability on. We, we have a number of different things that are going on. You know, we're appeasing the citizens. It certainly supports the mayor's initiative and desire to enhance customer service and the experience here. We have created very deliberately an internal control by this mm -hmm. um, so I'm you know I don't want to say I'm hated here but I'm loved more out there <laughs> let's put it that <laughs> well, way well I was going to try and put it diplomatically do you think the departments are grateful that you're there to kind of at least be the go-between rather than getting phone calls all know. day I, well you know I kind of I think it, I think they are yeah because and then there's that other piece where I'm buffering those phone calls but remember a lot of those phone calls would also just be left and not ignored. So they would call and they would call and they would call. Mm -hmm. So now they may not get the calls, mm -hmm. but you got to figure if I have 30, you know, I had almost like 25 calls just yesterday alone. If I have 25 calls, that's a lot of emails. And that's just sending out the initial right. thing. So then maybe they respond back and maybe their answer, I don't really feel is sufficient enough for me to give an answer to them with. Correct. So I might ask them a couple more, you know, mm -hmm. pointy questions and that. Um, some of the things I utilize here is the code map that identifies the code officers and their zones yeah. and areas. And that's what there is. So if someone says I look at such and such, I look this up, that's a bigger version of the same thing. Oh, okay. And I just look it up so I know, okay, well that goes to Tony. And then I might, I, uh, sometimes I do both. Sometimes I call as far as back to the legwork issue. Sometimes I call and I send an email. Yeah. Sometimes I go down there, talk to them first, and then I'll say, yeah. okay, I'm going to send an email. Because it's important for me, you know, it's, it, it just goes with the old adage, if it wasn't written, it never happened. Right. So I want them, I want the paper trail. Are, are there any, like, areas of the city that generate more complaints, if I can ask that? Um, again, that will be contingent on seasonal. Okay. Okay, so I would say um, code get, gets a fair amount. Okay, yeah. because housing, there's a lot of housing out there that needs a lot of help. Absolutely. You know, That's what um, we're all working on. Right, so housing housing is an issue. Um, or code, rather. Um, streets, again, seasonal. Refuse, seasonal, depending on what we, you know. We have that pilot program now. We just got done with single item. Now we're doing the bulky right. item yes. pilot. Right. So now refuse is going to be. Now I won't get more, probably much of those because they designated a separate number completely for that. Okay. So you mentioned the fish guts. Yes. And the, and the, and the clothing down the sewer. Yes. Are those two of your, like, are there any other that are just odd, like just that, odd? that stand out? Those are pretty odd. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Do we really want to get <laughs> stranger than that? I don't know. Um, no, not, not odd. Um, no, I mean, I've gotten, you know, I've gotten calls, you know, which I would consider run-of-the-mill. You know, I live at such and such, and I'm watching this house across the street from my, me, and there's a lot of traffic going in and out. I get, I get those. Um, you know, I, I've anticipated and wouldn't be surprised if one day I get a call, you know, hey, so-and-so shot so-and-so, you know, just now, click. Right. I mean, it's another avenue. It's another right. number. That's true, too. For them to call. Right. You know, um, people have asked, uh, some people have asked to, to remain anonymous, so I don't put their name on there. Yeah, that makes sense. I keep, you know, I keep them anonymous. Yeah. Um, for fear of retribution from the neighbors. Um, were there any that stand out in your mind where you, maybe it was an elderly person or something that you just felt really good about getting it resolved for them? Um, yeah, I think it is, I, I think it is, yeah, I think it is, if, if I get it, it's from the elderly, you know, and it's, and so I think it makes them feel good that they're heard. Yeah. Again, do you know what I yes. mean? Does that sure make sense? Does. Yeah. So I... I, I get it from from the elderly in terms of being grateful for yeah. you know the most. But like I said, uh, across the board, I mean, I've gotten a lot of compliments from individuals, you know, and actually ones that respond back, whether it be through the website and say, yeah, you know, hey, they got it done, and that's a lot of times I know they got it done. The other barometer I use to determine the effectiveness of what I'm doing um, is is uh, duplicate calls. So in other words, yeah. if I had someone call, right, and they said, you know, such and such thing needs done or whatever, and, you know, remember I got 200 some calls I'm doing, you know, I'm only human, I can only retain so much. Sure. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, and then they'll, they, they maybe, maybe don't, didn't respond or anything, but then I'll be reviewing it at the end of the month to look to see what else is outstanding and realize, oh, okay, good, that must be done because they never called back, it was never an issue and, and all of that. Yeah. And nine times out of ten it is, it's, it's done, so, yeah. I think it's making everybody look better. I know they may not like the tons of emails, but, you know, and I always, I always attempt to send out, you know, especially when I hear feedback from out there, I offer feedback back to the people. Well, see, that's good, you loop that back to right. them. Right, I circle it back to them and say, hey, listen, so-and-so called back, they couldn't believe your response time on this, that's excellent, thank you, you know, you make mm -hmm. me look good, uh, you know, all that stuff, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that motivates you know, them other than just, you know, Moss's, you know, oh, here comes Moss, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know, hopefully nobody looks at me like that, but, you know, we may as well get the citizens what they certainly deserve and expect. It's how government should work. It should work this way. Yeah. yeah. It really should. I mean, and you actually, at the end of the day, have less to do if you're doing what you're supposed to do. You have a lot to do because you, if you keep putting it off, you got way more to do than right. anyone could handle. Right. So, it's pretty thorough. I mean, it's... I tried to cover like every angle I could. Did you see that? I mean, and it's, it's like, also it's also interesting that it's like you're a human being who is making these connections between these people. Right. It's not just a, a phone voicemail hell no. somewhere or you know, no. it's it's you're a human being and you're creating these connections about everyday needs that people have right. from their government.